Nicholas fucking Cage. The legend himself. We have been awaiting this gem after it sold out in the first few hours at the Phoenix Film Festival. I mean, it's Nicolas Cage playing Nicolas Cage in an action comedy film. What's not to like here? (laughs) Today, we unpack the soon-to-be cult classic, The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent. She's Tuesday. I'm Kaylee. And you're partaking of whiskey and popcorn. A very unfulfilled and facing financial ruin, a fictionalized, supposedly, version of Cage has to accept a million-dollar offer to attend a birthday of a very dangerous superfan, played by the amazing Pedro Pascal, when Cage is recruited by a CIA operative, obviously the Tiffany Haddish, and forced to live up to his own legend channeling his most iconic and beloved on-screen characters in order to save himself and even his loved ones. With a career built up for this very moment, the seminal, award-winning actor must take on the role of his lifetime, Nick Cage. What's the worry here, Nick? You've lost some of your talent as an actor? No. What did he say? He says he loves you, but he went in a different direction. I'm done. I'm quitting acting. Tell the trades it was a tremendous honor to be a part of storytelling and myth-making. Ah, fuck, man. I'm driving through the hills. I'm sorry. One more time. Okay. I think the rumors are true, Tuesday. This film is amazing. (laughs) It's incredible. There is something about a TV personality or a movie star who realizes like, you know what? I'm a meme and I'm okay making fun of myself. I'm going to have a blast doing it. And that's exactly what this is. It is as meta and crazy campy, a wonderful buddy action comedy. It is. You know, I wasn't expect. I did not watch the trailer. I didn't. I came into it blind. I just knew that it was Nick Cage as Nick Cage. I've always had strong feelings about Nick Cage, and none of them were bad. Whenever Nick Cage is in a movie, it's Nick Cage in the movie. I could think of National Treasure. I think for me, the only film where he seemed to disappear into the character, and maybe because it was the animation, was Crudes and Crudes Two, which I stand by as both fantastic animated films. Quite enjoy them. But yeah, I just love, like you said, the fact that he really leaned into the stereotype of himself. He really played up the Nick Cage-iness of Nick Cage. Some of the sing-song qualities of his voice or overly dramatic, serious faces. But it was all done so well. Like the timing of each of this, the comedic points were so strong. And I love the fact that Pedro Pascal was his opposite because he's fantastic. Of course, we all love him in Mandalorian. He's just amazing. 
And to kind of see him play this character who has puppy dog eyes for Nicolas Cage and just adores him. What's amazing? Pedro has the best eyes for that. How well Cage and Pascal play off of each other. I'm floored that they've never been in a film together yet. It plays that well. And it's just the little goofy things that really makes this bromance happen. And even in some situations, dare I say it, Pedro Pascal takes over the scene, which is hard to upstage Nick Cage. You think they're best friends in real life. (laughs) They had to have so much fun. There is another part of the film that I really enjoyed, and it is the actual personification of Nick Cage's ego, his talent, if you will. Uh, It looks like it's himself playing against himself, but the ego, it looks like they used some computer CGI to kind of smooth out the wrinkles. He looks like he has a haircut from like the 90s, you know, this kind of black leather jacket. And it like always gives him these pep talks. You are Nicholas fucking Cage. You never went anywhere. You are amazing. There's even a moment where he kisses himself. The meta-ness of that moment was so good. But it's also campy. You like took the words out of my mouth. I describe this film as deliciously campy. It's what I want from my campy films. It's so bad. It's good. (laughs) But don't get us wrong. Yes, it is campy in all aspects. It is the most meta thing I have ever watched in my lifetime. But I still want to tell you guys, this movie stands on its own. It's got a lot of heart to it. So even if you didn't have Nick Cage playing Nick Cage, this is just a also very well done film. Part of what made it successful is that they were also able to pull on all the tired movie tropes of action films and buddy rom-com bromance thing. But because they were poking fun at all of those the whole time, I was able to go along with it. Enjoy the tropes anew because they were seriously poking fun out of it in a very like, haha, wink, wink, nudge, nudge way. And if you like Nick Cage movies at all, they have amazing Easter eggs planted all over this film. So try to count each one that they call out. It can be as simple as Tiffany Haddish's character saying, oh my God, I loved you in Crudes too, to actually underlying tones of his other film. So keep an eye out for all of those. It's really fun to count them up. Yes, you even sometimes see snippets of his films. But I have to ask, because it does play a surprisingly reoccurring role in the film, Paddington 2. Did you actually see that? I didn't, but now I have to. (laughs) So they keep shouting this out as one of the top films of all time or in the last decade. There's even a scene where they cut to Pascal and Cage crying together watching Paddington 2. And (laughs) now I'm like, well, not only do I need to see two, but I need to see one so I know what's going on in two. And I've never been invested in a kid's movie because I'm 35. And now I have to do it. (laughs) I've seen the first one, but I'll have to rewatch it and then watch the second one. So, oh my gosh. Yes, there's just a lot of joy. this film i don't want to spoil much more it's just great you gotta see it guys it's so funny yeah and if you're one of the film reviewers out there saying that it's stupid and crappy and a horrible addition to cages 40 plus years of films get a sense of humor like come on let's just have a fun film like it's not take everything so seriously (laughs) 
Right. And let's be honest. I said at the top, every time I see a Nick Cage movie, I'm like, oh, it's Nick Cage. You know, it's kind of like Christopher Walken. It's like, oh, that's Christopher Walken in this film. Tom Cruise, they've gotten so big, they can't hide in their roles anymore. We just see that person. I like the aspect that Nicolas Cage capitalizes on that for this film. It's wonderful. All right. So we're going to wrap up this review. Every handful of years, a gem like this film comes by, so make sure to enjoy it. I couldn't agree more. If you'd like to stay caught up on all things movies, follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And bookmark our website, whiskeyandpopcorn.org. As Cameron Poe would say in Con Air, put the bunny back in the box. AKA, we'll see you at the movies. 